0: Hi, and welcome to the Authors Lighthouse podcast, helping writers and emerging authors navigate the choppy waters of publishing. I'm your host, Karen Schober, indie author and author consultant. Hello, and welcome to this week's show of the Authors Lighthouse. Today, we're going to talk about Show, Don't Tell. Show, Don't Tell is a popular writing principle that emphasizes the use of descriptive scenes and actions to convey a story or message rather than simply stating the facts. This approach can make writing more engaging, visual and memorable and is widely used across various forms of writing, from novels and short stories to screenplays and comics. Show, don't tell is a writing technique that encourages the writer to engage their readers by demonstrating the story's events, characters, and emotions rather than simply telling them. This approach is often considered a cornerstone of good storytelling. The idea behind show, don't tell is that the readers are more engaged and invested in a story where they can experience it for themselves, rather than simply being told what is happening. By showing the events and emotions of a story through description and dialogue, writers can create a more vivid and memorable experience for their readers. At its core, Show Don't Tell is about giving readers a chance to experience the story for themselves, rather than have the author tell them what's happening. By showing the actions and emotions of the character, the reader can form their own connections to the story and then become more invested in it. For example, let's look at these following two sentences. She was angry. Simple, to the point. She was angry. Now let's look at the alternative. She slammed the door behind her, grinding her teeth as she walked away. That's something completely different, yes, In the first statement we know she was angry but in the second we wonder why she slammed the door and why she was grinding her teeth is this a normal behavior for her you you start to think more about it the second sentence also the reader can feel and see the anger through the actions you can actually picture the door being slammed because that's something we have seen in our own lives and we can imagine the character's frustration with the grinding of the teeth as they walk away. (laughs) We've all done it, we've all seen it. So it's more relatable. This principle can apply to many aspects of storytelling from character development, to setting, atmosphere, and even backstory uh, reveals. One of the key benefits of Show Don't Tell is that it helps writers build empathy an emotional connection with the readers. When the writers simply tell their readers what's happening, they risk coming across as cold or detached, which can make it difficult for the readers to fully engage in the story. There are several strategies we can use, show, don't tell, in our writing. Some of these strategies are the following, and this is not the extent, there's always more, but these are some of the basics use vivid descriptions this is one of the most effective ways to use show don't tell is to use vivid descriptions to bring the events and characters of the story to life this can include descriptions of the setting character's appearance body language and so much more the key is to use conc- concrete specific details to create a vivid picture in the reader's mind so instead of saying she had blue eyes You could say her eyes were as blue as the sky or deep pools of of uh, in the ocean really giving a connection to how and what kind of blue her eyes were of course using dialogue is another effective way to use show don't tell it reveals the emotions and motivations of the character rather than simply telling the reader what the character is feeling writers can use character to express their emotions through both their words and actions, like the slamming of the door and gritting their teeth. They could say a line of dialogue, but say, there's a gritted teeth gets really frustrated and pauses and whatnot. Uh, this not only helps build empathy with the reader, but it also makes the story more dynamic and engaging. Action. It's another way to show uh, to use to show don't tell and you use the actions to reveal the character and the plot. Remember, actions do speak louder than words, and showing what a character does, the writer can reveal much more about the motivations, emotions, and personalities. For example, a character who is nervous might pace or fidget, while a character who is angry might slam that door or pound a fist on the table. It can bring a scene to life by showing the physical movements and actions of the character. Rather than simply telling the readers the characters are fighting, describe their movements, the sound of the punches connecting, and the tension in the air. Involve your senses. Which leads us to the next one, using sensory details. Using sensory details can help bring the story to life. This can include descriptions of sights, sounds, tastes, smells, and textures. Incorporate the five senses into your characters. By incorporating these sensory details into your writing, you can create a more immersive experience for the readers, and it will strengthen your writing as well. The more senses you can include, the stronger the scene is going to be. The setting and atmosphere. To create a strong sense of place, show the details of the setting through descriptions And sensory details. Rather than simply telling readers it's a dark and stormy night, describe the rain pouring down, the flashes of lightning and the howl of wind, how it bites across their skin and soaks them to the bone. There's a lot more to that than just it was a dark and stormy night. Using inner thoughts, while it can be tempting to simply tell readers what the character is thinking, it is more effective to show this by using inner thoughts to reveal the reveal character. For example, instead of telling the reader that the character is nervous, you can have them think about their uh, talk about how they have a racing heartbeat, sweaty palms, that they can't keep their feet still and that they're fidgeting with their rings. This can help build empathy with the reader but also create a more vivid experience. And the last one we're going to discuss today is emotion. Now, this can be a lot like inner thoughts. Uh, It is saying how the character is feeling and showing their actions with dialogue. But it also can be uh, insight into who they are. Are they a nail biter? Do they stammer when they get nervous? Do they get flushed in the cheek when they are talking to their love interest? These emotions will come across and help the writer build a more vivid and vibrant world for the reader's experience. And that's really why we write for the reader's experience. Now, while show, don't tell is a powerful writing technique, it is also important to keep in mind that it's not the only writing technique. And sometimes, it might be more appropriate to tell, not show. For example, when writers are conveying information that is important but isn't emotional, it may just be more effective to simply tell the reader what's happening. One important thing to keep in mind when showing is not to overload your writing with too much description. A balance must be struck between providing enough detail to create that vivid picture in the reader's mind and not bog down the story with excessive description. Also, let the reader build that world in their mind as well. You don't have to define everything. Give them a taste and let them build that world. Another consideration is the pace of your story. Showing you can slow down the pace of your writing can be fine for certain genres but it might not be suitable for fast-paced action scenes or more suspenseful moments. In this case, you might need to tell more and rely on simple, direct statements to keep the momentum going. So, show-don't-tell is a balancing act. It's worth noting that it's a guideline, not a rule. Sometimes telling can be more effective than showing and vice versa. The key is to use both techniques in a way that serves your story and helps you achieve the desired effect. So Leah like said this is a powerful writing principle when we hear about all the time and you can create more engaging memorable and visual stories by using this tool. Using descriptive scenes and actions to convey your message you can give your readers a chance to experience the story for themselves and form a deeper connection to the characters and events. With both practice and experimentation, you can learn and use which principle that works best for you and your writing. And that is the basics of show, don't tell, and in in turn, tell, don't show. Today's show is brought to you by Canva. Being an author means having to market your own materials, no matter if you're indie or trad. Instead of hiring someone, using Canva can help you create your own graphics for things like social media, printed graphics, without the learning curve of other programs. With easy to use, customizable templates ready to go, it makes creating a breeze. I use them for all my social media, create podcast tiles, and even around the house. Canva is a growing platform already used by more than 18 million users worldwide. It helps users create stunning and intuitive designs that can be used for social media posts, website graphics, and even pr- printed materials. Users can do anything from graphic designs to video editing. To check it out and get your own free account, go to partner.canva.com A-H-L and and start designing right away. Word of the week. Today's word or this week's word is direct sales. Direct sales or selling directly means that the author is selling their content without the existence of a third party like Amazon or something like that. It's a way to retain even higher royalties. For ebooks, it's almost 100% and that's only considering the minor percentage that credit cards take for processing those fees. While the higher royalties are a wonderful thing, it is important to keep in mind that the author needs to not only process the order and get it out to the reader, they are also required to pay any sales taxes on those items. Here in the US, if a physical book is sold in-state it is usually taxable. Digital products sometimes fall under different rules, and this all should be investigated for your area, be it your state, your city, your country, before diving into this direction for your business. If you do go through third parties like Amazon, they would be responsible for paying any kind of sales tax from the sales of the book. But that's why they take 30% for for the processing of the order. And that is direct sales. Great news, Barnes & Noble is coming back in the brink. Even though they did report lower sales last month, that is a year over year trend. But before the current CEO, James Downt, the company was in trouble, but the stores that did survive are doing very well. And the company is actually looking to expand and update their current stores as well. They have taken a slightly different approach of stocking the shelves. Of course, they will always have the big sellers, but they have actually given the stores a bit more control and have done the research to look what each individual community wants in their bookstore. The company survived the pandemic because of the increase in ebook sales, and they now know that ebooks are an integral part of book selling now. With the success of the revamp of the company, they are now able to look where else they can open stores or even reopen stores that had closed. Expansion will help keep the brand alive. Now, chain bookstores are chain bookstores, but they are needed in the community, especially in those with no options uh, for physical bookstores. I love small indie bookstores, and I am very lucky to have several in a short drive from my home. But that's not the case for everyone. I can remember when there were two different bookstores in the mall, and those are all closed or replaced with Barnes and Nobles. Sure, it's a chain, but it's still a bookstore that can hold events for authors fundraise for local organizations, and serves as an option for people to have a physical experience with books. So it does make me happy that the One Surviving Bookstore chain in my area, the Northeast, is doing well and they are looking to expand. Of course, support your local bookstores, be it the chain or the Indies, especially the Indies, but it's good to see that people still enjoy going to a bookstore and that the company has listened to what the readers want. So my personal update. This week a few things happened. I got a bulk order of physical books for chemical attraction and I got the proof book for Hollywood Hearts the second act and it looks great. I'm so excited. I oh, Before I push the publish button I always get the proof book. I did have to tweak the Copy on the back cover just a little bit. Nothing too bad and not worth getting a second proof book. But getting a proof book lets me order a bulk order of Hollywood Hearts for an event that I'm going to in about two weeks. In a world of ebooks, it is still exhilarating to open up a box of books with your name on them. I made a little TikTok video of the unboxing. If you want to see it, just search for Karen Schober, no spaces. And you can see the unboxing of Second Chances, and I'll do another one when the bulk order for Hollywood Hearts comes in. So another big thing this week was I joined a local writers group. It's a very new one, but the cool thing is that we're all of different stages in our careers, but we all have the same interest in improving our work and getting together with other authors. It will be interesting to see how the group evolves, but it seems to be off to a good start getting out there and being with other authors. I was in another author's group before, but honestly, their meetings were just kind of inconvenient for me. And I always forgot what night the meeting was when the pandemic struck they moved to Zoom meetings like everyone else, which is great. And it kept the group alive, but I didn't really like it. It wasn't the format for me. This group seems pretty nice, and we should learn a lot from each other uh, as the weeks go by. And the last thing, I have been getting ready for the launch of Hollywood Hearts, the second act. I can't believe that the launch is actually two days away from uh, Sunday when I record. It comes out on Valentine's Day, February 14th. Uh, So I'm very, very excited to get it out there and see what people think of it. It's part of Kindle Unlimited, so the ebook is exclusive to Amazon for now, but the print version will be on all major online retailers or message me and I'll happy to set up an order direct sale to you and ship you an autographed copy from my in-house stock. So what's next? Early fall, my hockey romance, body check, heart check, is uh it's the first in the fire and ice series will be out i'm aiming for early to mid-september and there will be a free prequel for anyone who signs up for my newsletter you can sign up for that at www.karenschober.com newsletter the link will be in the show notes uh the prequel isn't finished yet but it should be soon And I'll have the time to do that once the launch for Hollywood Hearts, the second act, is over. So I'm very excited about that coming as well. And I'll let you know what the other beautiful uh, books that will be coming in 2024. So that's it for this week's show. I wanted to let you know that next week we will be discussing The Passive Voice and serials slash serial fiction. So have a great week. Uh, Enjoy the Super Bowl if that is your thing and go birds. This was The Author's Lighthouse, a Fireball Studio production. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Author's Lighthouse. And if you like the show, leave us us a five-star review on your podcast platform. It really helps get the show discovered. And also don't forget to subscribe. If you have a topic you would like to suggest for a future episode, email it to karen at theauthorslighthouse.com. If you liked this episode and want to hear more, please support the show at patreon.com slash That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Every bit helps support the show. This was The Author's Lighthouse, a Fireball Studio production. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Author's Lighthouse and on Twitter at AuthorsLH. And if you like the show, subscribe and leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. It really helps get the show discovered. If you have a topic you would like to suggest for a future episode, Email it to Karen at theauthorslighthouse dot com. That's K A R E N at Lighthouse dot com. And if you really like this story and want to help more, please support the show at Patreon dot com slash authorslighthouse. That's P A T R E O N dot com slash authorslighthouse. Every little bit helps support the show, and thank you.